What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 525. Can you believe it? A Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by the dynamic duo, Ben Askren, coming out from Wisconsin. He said his hair looked terrible today. Tell him it's not true. Tell him he's beautiful. You want, you, want the crowd, you want the crowd to tell me or you want me to tell myself? You Actually, tell yourself. Start with the man in the mirror, Ben. I look outstanding. Yes, you do. To my right, Stephen Kyle Brackey. He's fired up. He's watching. This guy loves football so much. He's watching LSU hype videos before the show to get oh himself jacked God, up. Brackey. He can't wait. They were the – Ben, you had to have seen them. They were the sickest hype videos I've ever seen. They're really good. I, you know, I can tell you, I, I really watch like zero football now. But it was on, like, it was all over social media last year. He did when not they were getting it. ready to play in the national championship. I did not see it. Okay. He follows like nine accounts. I had to like berate <laughs> yeah. him to follow me. Remember, Becky? Remember, you got me to follow that one guy that like, uh, he's like the guy from the Water Boy. Like, you can barely hear what he's saying. Oh, Coach oh, O. Coach O. Yeah, this is his team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. his team. Yeah. Yeah, you, you really like any English. You would like Coach O. Yeah. We'll send you the video. You can watch it. Uh, I think you'll even like it, um, regardless. But hey, Ben, I what what is uh you're you're coming to Austin, Texas tomorrow? Are tomorrow, I'm gonna miss my first show. I I always thought like you know I was gonna have a tough time making all the shows because I generally travel a lot. And then Corona hit, and you know, listen, Kyle's he's missed about a dozen shows. Christian's <laughs> missed about nine. I am an Iron Man. <laughs> I haven't missed the show. So tomorrow, I ruined my streak of, uh, I mean, we're going on like seven months straight. Yeah. That what, was impressive. Yeah. Which show was your was your first one? It was in early January, well, so we could probably go back I, and find pretty yeah, easily. It was Tuesday, January. Sixth, I think. Sixth? Or, yeah, well, I'll scroll back on my calendar right now. Oh, yeah, it was wow. five, six, or seven. January 7th was uh, my debut on Flow. Okay, I'll find it right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, hey, what's, what's packing with Ben Askren like? Okay, January seventh. That was episode four forty two. Okay. So wow, really so I made uh, eighty three in a row. Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice. I think I did um, sev- several hundred in a row, but that's you know, allegedly. <laughs> it's all. It's not alleged. It's very much uh, provable. When they when they catered to your schedule, because when you, you know when you were the original operation, didn't you? Do, you well, didn't you only do one day a week in the beginning, and then you amped, ramped it up to two, right? Was, and then eventually it two, three. It was two pretty quickly, if not. Um, okay. By the third or fourth show, I think we started doing it a couple times a week. I don't know. This is all verifiable with. Uh, and wasn't it? It was just you in the beginning, correct? Yeah, I mean the ver- the first like four or five episodes. Yeah, first four was just me, and then episode five, Willie, and then. <clears throat> That was the crew for a while. And when, and when does that? When does the? When did you guys start the Peanut Gallery? Peanut Gallery would have been tw- summer of 2016 when I moved to Austin. Yep. So mm. around. Oh then, yeah, I forgot. So you did the podcast from Virginia, from the basement, baby. Oh my gosh, I forgot that. Yeah. Wow. Memories. Wow, Christian. All alone in the moonlight. Okay. Um, ben, how many pairs of flip flops are you gonna bring? One. Why would I bring more than that? Okay. Because you broke a pair last week. Because you broke a pair, and now you have injured feet, and you had to channel uh, Wayne Boffman to get through the hike. It was so bad. So, so it was so painful. So I was trying to like do deep breathing as I was walking. You know, like, 
and then, oh and then you know, like you you can't measure every single step because there's rocks, and I'd step on one in a bathtub, like ah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was trying not to yell, so I'd be like, Ugh. you would scream out in pain. Terrible. It was that bad. Oh, it's so bad. Like, well, you know, not not my normal steps, but then you'd step on like a really sharp rock or something. Yeah, yeah. it was terrible. It was oh, not gosh. good. Wow, bad visual. Hey, I don't know if you saw this, but Ben, you always do like once oh. a week. It seems like you do uh, betting lines for UFC fights. So you're kind of gambling ish. You, uh, I I love gambling. They actually, you know what I learned a couple weeks ago, Christian? Tell me. You're going to love this. You can gamble on Bitcoin. Oh, my gosh. What do you think about that? Well, I, a, you know, hey, I know how to buy, bet. I know how to bet, then. It's going to go well, up and down, but it's going to hang around basically where it is. Well, that's the simple way to do it. But then there's you can buy longs and shorts. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I could say I'm willing to sell my – Bitcoin is say twenty thousand dollars one one year from today, and and for that option, Christian, because you think it's going to be above that, you're going to pay me three grand, right? Mm-hmm. So no matter what, I'm cashing out at twenty three twenty three thousand dollars next year, right? Now, if say at that date it was forty thousand, well, now you just made seventeen because you paid me the three and you paid me the twenty, but now your Bitcoin's worth forty thousand dollars, right? So you you made you made seventeen on that. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry about the twenty or the forty in this in this case, but you never know. Not you mean know. with uh, we're talking about uh, we're talking about with uh, the matches? Yes. Okay. So Bitcoin could be a hundred thousand by next year. You don't even know. Yeah, you've been saying that, but it's just hanging hanging at nine. <laughs> so we'll see. Hey, so for real gambling talk, actually, this is fake. This is faker than Bitcoin, actually, because there's nowhere you can bet on these. You, but it's fun yeah, to discuss. Well, so, why don't you? Well, I actually tried pitching my, my bookies, who, who I do. I, I do some picks for them. Um, I tried get, selling them on doing wrestling lines, but they never they never executed on it. You know, I said, listen, you don't got to do it all, but maybe like do the NCAs and do a few other big ones. I think there would be a relatively decent amount of betting. The hard part would be you have to get. I feel like wrestling people know wrestling, and maybe I could be wrong. But wrestling people know wrestling better than maybe football people know football. Football is more unpredictable. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to have someone who's really, really, really good at writing the lines. Because if you didn't, you'd lose a ton of money. Lose your shirt. Yeah. So you have to have a, yes. a, a real expert doing them. Um, I know yeah. that Sportsbook used to do NCAAs. They've done Olympic wrestling. They've done world championships before. Um, that's probably – that's kind of the extent of it. And for a little while, one of these – I forget which one. Bet DSI. Bet DSI was doing them for them. Mm. That place is kind of, uh, yeah, kind of shady though, if you ask me. I think they all are because they they all have to be offshore. They can't be based yeah. in America, correct? Yeah, exactly. They can just like, I think that's like the dumbest law ever. If we want to yeah. bet on some sports, we're freaking grown adults. You can go buy, you can buy weed, you can buy alcohol, but we can't gamble on sports. Like this is shenanigans. I know we don't even have to wear shoes, but yet for some reason we we can't gamble. It's ridiculous. You know what, Christian? I actually misspoke on Twitter, and my wife questioned me, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. I said it was the government law that you have to wear no shirt, no shoes, no service. I thought that was government law because it's posted at every single store. It is not. It is not. It is a store-by-store thing, but they just kind of all adopted it at the same time, which makes it seem as though it's actually law, but it's not. It's the store's, uh, you know, their thing. I figured it was like a health department thing. It's definitely racist against uh, poor people. Well, that's not racist. Uh, that's not discriminant. Discriminant. Just discriminating against poor people. 
who didn't have shoes. Because Christian, if for the for the store's sake, whether you're walking in bare feet or whether you're walking in shoes, whatever's on the bottom of whatever you're stepping on is still going to be on the floor of the store. And disgusting. Whether you're barefoot, it's it, disgusting, right? But it doesn't matter if you have shoes on or no shoes on. It's still going to be on the floor of the store. You're you're breaking my brain right now. So obviously, it's very well. I, I you know I've, I've probably shopped in 500 stores barefoot. Um, it, you know, it's very discriminatory towards poor people because I'm assuming that's probably the people who did not have shoes whenever they made the laws way back when. Um, and they probably tried to keep those people out of their stores. I only ever got kicked out of one store for being barefoot. Where were you in one. Louis Vuitton? No, I was in, I was in, uh, I went, I was walking into a gas station and I don't know how, but this dude, he must've saw me coming. And as soon as the doors, you know, the side door, they popped up, he goes, no, you don't have shoes on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the only other time was I was in Pennsylvania and the guy tried kicking me out, but I just told him how ridiculous it was. And I just kept talking to him but then, until he gave up. And then he said, okay, just go buy, go buy your stuff and leave. Yeah. And besides that, I've never been bothered. Okay. Well, I'm glad. One time, I went 16 days without wearing a pair of shoes just to see how long I can go. <laughs> Gosh, man. That's a ridiculous streak. <laughs> Most babies don't even have a streak like that. Okay. <laughs> First betting on, I'm sure we'll deviate and have a, a, a circuitous path to complete. First betting on, will, will Ben be wearing shoes on Saturday night? Yes. Um, maybe not. I don't how know. Sure, how sure can you be? So at 140 pounds, Vito Arugel versus Sammy Alvarez. Here's the spread and the money line and the over-under. So the spread is Vito minus six and a half. The money line, Vito minus 600. Over-under, total points, 10 and a half. Been asking your thoughts. Okay. Um, I feel like if Vito gets on top, it could be 10 points real quick, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if this is a folk style match, I'm thinking this is – Highly competitive, you know, uh, a couple points. Yeah, one to Freestyle, I, I don't, I've never seen Sammy Alvarez on bottom. And Vito has, uh, he's got a solid lay, solid gut, solid crotch lift. He's got a lot of ways to score points on top. So uh, I kind of would probably, I would probably bet that Vito's going to beat the spread. I would probably bet on Vito, even at minus 600, which I don't usually bet on people when they're minus 600 because it's like you're just not going to win. You know, for those who don't know gambling, that would mean you have to bet six hundred dollars to win one hundred. So the return on your bet is not all that great. And the over under is probably the one that I, I would bet the over on because I gotta think Sammy's gonna score at least a few points. You know, Vito has a tendency to get sloppy at certain times. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think Sammy's gonna score a couple points and then Vito will come back and get on top and, you know, get a lace or get get a gut or something like that and score a whole bunch of points. I think if you think Vito's going to win then you should bet Vito minus six and a half because I think that's the best value. If you think he's going to win, he's probably going to win big, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's unlikely. You would think, yeah. Right? So, and like six and a half in freestyle is really, that's one transition from takedown to a turn, right? Like a couple turns. Yeah. So, it can, it can, it, they can pile up so quickly. I think, I think Vito, uh, that's the move because 600, yeah, you have to bet so much to get anything back. And ten yeah. and a half is kind of a scary one, and and you can see why That's I put scary. that because if it's ten zero, you lose if you bet the uh, yes. over. Um, so if I had to, yeah. I would bet Vito minus six and a half. I would bet Sammy plus six hundred, and I would bet um, 
over ten and a half. I think if I had to choose all three, make a selection. Hmm. Cracky, your choice. Value. Uh, I would do uh, Vito minus six and a half if I was picking one of those. He's just so you do good Vito minus six. Dude, this guy gave Spencer Lee one. Yeah. He beat Nick Soriano, okay, in freestyle. Yeah. He gave Spencer Lee, a, you know, relative to the kind of matches Spencer Lee had been wrestling, yep. a competitive match. Um, his parterre defense was the difference there, and he talks pretty candidly about it. He's like, I was able to take him down. He took me down, but the difference was he turned me a bunch, and I couldn't stop. Uh, I couldn't turn him. So what? What was the the Suriano was two two, correct? It was super close. I don't know if it was two two or three two, but he got the okay. he got the the late takedown. He was losing most of the match. He got the one takedown, and then Nick Rant didn't have time to really respond. Yeah. Nick was clearly trying to win a very controlled. Match and man, just getting th- getting through Nick Soriano is so hard to do. Fires off a leg attack, yeah. able to finish double leg. That's that's rare. So yeah, he, you um, got to think he's a pretty big favorite. The other thing with this match is obviously uh, Sammy uses his scrambling to his advantage. You know, it's a, a big part of his game and folk style. And if he's not super well versed in freestyle, there's just some things that don't cross over directly, right? So. Um, and you can scramble and freestyle. You just have to make you have to make some changes. Does it make sense? Yes. Yeah. If he's not used to making sense. those changes, then then Vito's going to be able to get, you know get exposure points. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Okay, so that's our first match of the night. Then we move to Jack Mueller versus Roman Bravo Young. All right, here's this one. 137 pounds. First of all, where this match is being wrestled, Mueller minus one and a half. Mueller money line minus one twenty five over under twelve and a half points. Ben Askren, where are you leaning on this one? You know what? When I saw this in the doc, I actually was kind of surprised that Mueller was a favorite, and I don't know why I felt like that. I don't know. I, I thought maybe like Roman Bravo Young was thirty three and Mueller was twenty five, but I, I felt like Roman Bravo Young was going to be the favorite. So I will. With with the you know, so obviously with the spread that I'm definitely gonna bet him and with the line I'm definitely gonna bet him. Um, I think we got a decent chance to stay under the twelve and a half. I know they're talking about put up twenty points. Um, maybe we'll see that. I think that's more talk than anything though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Roman has excellent defense, and yes, you know, Mueller's really really solid there too. They both are are, are strong offensively, but it's it's hard to see them. Unless it's like a, you know, a four-four match late, and someone just blows it open with a takedown to a turn, and it gets to like you know they tech them right fourteen-four yeah type of thing. But that it's it's tough for me to see that. One thing I think the size thing, and, and I, I can't prove on, this, Ben. But I would you almost keep be saying Jack Mueller's bigger. Yeah, I I would almost be positive he's bigger than than Roman Bravo Young. Yeah, uh, I I don't, I don't want to tell you. I mean, I haven't seen these guys. Out of season, so uh, I don't know what to tell you there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're right. Um, what what I was thinking was that, um, you know, like with Sammy Alvarez, we brought up the fact that, um, you know, he's not really good. On, well, he, we don't know how good he is on parterre defense. I feel like both of these guys have pretty solid parterre defense, so I don't know that either one of them is going to turn the other one a whole bunch. Yes, yes. And and I'm curious how, what the hand fight looks like here, like, how much does Roman try to keep it 
from space. How much is Mueller able to get his hands on him? Um, that'll yeah. determine it. So, so you, I would, mean, you would bet uh, RBY money line or spread? I'm, I'm both. I'm betting, I'm betting him on both. The other thing that I could see, uh, the I guess the other thing where I could see the points going up is if Jack Mueller gets a lead and then Roman Bravo Young keeps trying to force shots and you know Jack Mueller's got that really good chess wrap. I could see that happening potentially. I I. I could see that, but I feel like Roman's not like a volume shooter. He's not going to fire. He's like fired off a lot of yeah. double legs. I think it would be tough, but yeah, I mean, Jack Mueller is really good there, but I don't think we'll see Roman shoot a lot of low-level stuff. So I think he'll be able to avoid that. I think he's going to be really well prepared for this um, for this match and like kind of what Jack does. Yeah. He seemed in his interview with you – know, it's really interesting because – you know, you know, you take Chimizo on one hand. He's like, "Do you watch film?" I'm like, "Nah, bro." And then you, you got RBY, who's like, RBY, who's like very schooled on what Jack has. Yeah, he, he never, knew his he's whole like, game. He knew about his slide by. He knew about his head pinch. Like, this dude has watched Jack Mueller, and, I, and some of it, it's like, I don't. I'm not saying he was doing film review. He probably just watches a lot of yeah. wrestling, and but he he is aware of of where Jack's good, right? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you? Did you? I, I, well, I guess. I guess it's a different question for you because you are you're old like me, and there wasn't flow on YouTube. Oh, well, no. we, we're talking trash here on this broadcast. This I'm morning. Pretty, we're like the same age, so it's a it's, it's a double dunk, really. I well, what a few years on you? No, you don't. <laughs> How old are you, Christian? We're, I'm 35. Haha, 36. <laughs> That's not, <laughs> a, not a few. I think we're both class of 2003, right? Job two. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. Um, my, but yeah, my question was, how, were yeah. you were you a film guy? Did you watch any film? It didn't really exist as much, I guess. Yeah, I think I think we discussed this a little bit when we were talking about um, Chimizo, and oh, I yeah. said I never. I, I like to watch a lot of film of good people. Um, and you know that's just kind of what I would do, and then I would. You know, I watched enough wrestling where I knew a general idea of, oh, this guy has a good this or this guy has a good that. So, you know, maybe I shouldn't go up body with this guy or maybe he's got a great high cross defense, so I shouldn't shoot a high cross, but I can shoot a single leg. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, that kind of like basic information I would know, but that was uh, that was the extent of it. Like, I, did, I didn't want to over worry about all the stuff he was going to do, rather more just for, force my style on them. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, what were you going to say, Bracky? We posted a clip of Mueller talking about, like, someone's got to pay for the weight he's going to cut. Like, <laughs> he He's absolutely bigger than Roman. Yeah. Uh, he was working out with Mitch McKee. Um, he was the same size as McKee. Mitch McKee's, McKee's a large, large. A big 41-pounder. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm taking Mueller in the points. Yeah, I think I, um, I'm kind of towing the line here. Um. I think I think one thing, if you pick Jack, it's like, all right, you think he's a little more freestyle savvy, but Roman's really freestyle savvy. I, I do mm-hmm. think he has that bigger point potential, and that kind of makes me lean his way. Maybe more ways yeah. to score. He maybe has more ways to score, but I think all those different ways are going to be harder for him to get to against Roman, if that makes sense. Like, he's got all yes. these ways, but Roman is just going to be tough for him to, to get to. Um. I would t- I would hey, take uh, under twelve and a half points. Um, 
Joe Caprino in the in the in the chat. He said we we should give out a match of the night bonus. Have we thought about that, Christian? Because I think that would be fun. We could do that, can't we? Well, we could give out a match of the night. What if if RBY versus Jack Mueller is the match of the night? That or Vito Sammy, we can't can't give them anything. We could we could pay them in Bitcoin, and the and the government and the NCA will never know. Okay, you know what? We'll look into ah. that. And they'll definitely never know because we're not live streaming or anything. There's no way to hear this conversation. Well, so. they can't. They, you know, they could just say, "Did you did you give Bitcoin?" We say, "I don't think so." You never know. <laughs> it was just talking. That was just. It was, uh, was just talking. Nothing serious. Just for entertainment purposes, guys. For sure. Alone. All right. It was fake yeah, Bitcoin, hey, just like OBJ was giving out fake money after the national championship. Exactly. Game. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God! You guys reminded me of this hilarious story. Okay, so there was this there was this uh, Iranian professor at the University of Missouri who'd always come to watch wrestling practice. His name was Mo, and he came he up so often. He would show coach... underhooks. No, he we coached him <laughs> to the warm up. Oh my gosh! If I did the warm up routine, you guys would die laughing. It was hilarious. Uh, you know, we always tell us that Mike Guthrie wrestling is number one sport. Um, but one time, Coach Smith decided to take this man to Vegas with us. Oh, okay? boy. Okay. No, no, no. Get this. Uh, he, so he, <laughs> I think I was a senior, I believe. It was a junior, senior year. So this, this, he, this dude, Mo, shows up. He's got a suitcase, you know. We're, and we're doing, like, the, the last practice. We're working out, and then we're, you know, showering, and then we leave, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I go, Mo. You know, I, I said, you, you bring money to gamble with? And he said, yeah. And, you know, he, he's kind of older. He's got a stack of $100 bills in his wallet, right? Oh, my God. I, hey, I go, hey, Mo, how about this? How about every time someone gets a pin, they get $100. You give them a $100 bonus. He goes, yes, yes, I love this idea. This is going to be so much fun. And Coach Smith, like, he went, like, pale in the face, like, like no 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 you can't do that you cannot give these guys money for pitting people. Oh man, I, I made man. I you tortured took, Coach Smith. You took years off of that man's life. <laughs> Coach Smith. Um, how awesome! Moses throwing out hundred dollar bonuses for pins. <laughs> Why not? Fantastic. I, got, I think I got five pins that weekend. Dang, that's been a great weekend. Better than the blackjack Absolutely. table. Okay, next one, Darian Caldwell. Versus Luke Pletcher. This one's at 149. Spread. Pletcher minus two and a half. Money line. Pletcher minus 225. Over under eight and a half points. This is a t- man. Oh. So I just bannered. Uh, you can watch the full Luke Pletcher workout. He was actually training with, with Mickey Phillippe. He Of the guys we were, when we were traveling, shooting practice, he looked as sharp and like ready to go. Of course, he's coming off a of college season. He's but he he looked crisp, and I know his his performance against Lugo wasn't wasn't great, but just in training he looked really really solid. So he's the favorite mm-hmm. here against Darion Caldwell, and you know prognosticating this match is so difficult because obviously at Caldwell's apex he he is better than Luke Pletcher has been, right? But we don't know where he is, how far he is from that apex right now. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a size component factor here to to consider. Darion, I'm sure, is somewhat larger. And then there's the other thing is, all right, yeah, I think if you said this match doesn't end in a pinfall, you would really favor Luke Pletcher. But Darion has you this. You said Darion's going to pin him? 
Well, what's you, the odds on that? You what's have the to con- tell me what the listen, odds are. That is the thing. That what is- odds on it right now? Put it in the dock. Add it. Aaron <laughs> called the winner by fall. Plus what? It's plus money. Plus plus like five hundred. Plus a thousand. Plus what? I'd say like plus four hundred. Plus three fifty. That's like relatively likely. So when, for example, when I beat Eglon Tani, I had the highest line ever for for me to lose. Okay, he was like plus forty six hundred. Oh my gosh! So like I, I would say this, the, uh, Darren Caldwell by pin, I'm gonna go like plus twenty five hundred. Plus twenty five hundred. Really? Yes, Is I think that it's really, unlikely? really, really unlikely. Like if so, yes, I think it's very, very, very unlikely. In four years of college wrestling, Luke Pletcher was never pinned. He was never pinned. How many times yeah. did you wrestled Darion Caldwell? Zero. <laughs> wow, debunked. <laughs> He's vulnerable. I'm just saying. No, no, that's that is actually a very not who a was guy. the best pinner that Pletcher wrestled? Hmm. Jane Ironman? Did he wrestle Jane Ironman? No, they never crossed over, did they? I don't think he did. Hang on. Um, who would be so. the best? Not Chad Ironman's Red. A good Chad Red does pin a lot of guys, but I mean Nick Chad Lee. Chad Red's a good pinner. Nick Lee's a good turner. He 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 fires up in points. I mean, how many times was a better question? Not maybe not a better question, but how many uh, uh, how many times was he even bonused in his career? I bet that's a really small number as well. I think Ashnot got him his freshman year. He lost first time. Yeah, lost to my major to Ashnot. Yeah, he's he's a hard guy to score on, but it doesn't take but one thing, right? And and also. Caldwell is like coming into it with that mentality. Is like I'm gonna pin this dude. I'm gonna pin him in the first period. Yeah. I'm gonna get him in something. Uh, he actually told me what he what he's gonna do. He's like, show me a video. He's like, see if he does this. I, I'm gonna get him if he does this. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what that is. That'd be too big of a an advantage. But um, yeah, he he thinks there's some there's a good chance he's gonna get it. And thing is, he can pin okay. from kind of anywhere. He's got upper body stuff. He's got he wrestled Lezak. Lezak, good turner. Did he beat Lezak? He yeah. did, five to four. Wow. Yeah. He All right. Wrestle a lot of I'm gonna pinners, go. man. Beats I hope Darren doesn't get mad. I hope Darren doesn't get mad at me, and, and I really enjoy him. But uh, the, you know what? This whole attitude of you guys saying that Darren think he's gonna pin him has has me thinking that Luke's gonna gas him out. It's gonna be competitive for about I don't know four minutes, and then all of a sudden. It's it's gonna get ugly. That's kind of what how I'm feeling. So I would bet, uh, I would bet Luke with the spread, Luke with the money, and I'm gonna say the uh, the over under is definitely gonna be above eight and a half points. Wow! So hammering yeah. it hard for Luke Pletcher. So you know what? You know what this reminds me of, and you may think this is ridiculous, but it was just kind of the way I was thinking at the time. In Agon, when you wrestle Quentin and. Nick Simmons mm-hmm. was wrestling Stephen Abbas. And yeah. Simmons was coming off like a world fifth performance a couple years prior. He was still very much on the ladder in contention to make the team. Yep. Abbas hadn't wrestled competitively since 2008 when he lost to Henry. Yeah. And I was like, dude, Simmons is going to absolutely destroy him. It's just like, it's like, yeah, I concede Abbas was way better than Simmons ever was, but you can't be five years off and come in and beat a guy that's been top five in the world and is top two in the country right now. And he just he he really beat Nick Simmons soundly, and I, that was well, like eye opening to me. I, and I, I know I, it's I, apples I, I and oranges, but that 
that's yeah. just one thing that has always had me like, well, before you count out these old legends, just remember that mm-hmm. a lot of them can still have it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of them still do have it. I think you also have to look at it. You know, it's kind of like I said, like, I think it's going to be really competitive for about four minutes. And then I think it, it, it could be maybe it could be three minutes, right? It could be a little shorter than that. I, I don't know when that, that wall is going to hit, the deer is going to hit, but it's, he's probably going to hit it. Um, yeah. But like with the Nick Simmons, Abbas is Nick Simmons doesn't have, can't generate a lot of his own great offense. Most of his stuff comes off scrambles. So if I remember the match correctly, and I was there, uh, is Abbas was so good, you know, and Abbas is about as good of a mover as it gets. Mm-hmm. Abbas was able to really keep space really, really well in that match. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how I remembered it. And that's something that, you know, he, he's always able to do. So Simmons was able to close the distance and, and force the positions that he wanted to force. Yeah, I, I I just remember. Yeah, that was not a great matchup, um, for sure. But it was just kind of some evidence for me, like to slow your roll, because I was like very confident that Simmons was going to win. Shame on me. Uh, so yeah. that was that was cool though. Pletcher um, did beat Dom Demas this year, who has a bunch of the headlocks and all that stuff. It was a very boring two to one match. Yes, it was. Um, this one won't be boring. That's for sure. Darion should have negotiated like a five-minute break between periods. (laughs) For sure. Okay. Definitely should have. Next up, co-main event at 200 pounds. Um, David Taylor versus Miles Martin. The spread is Taylor minus nine and a half. My goodness gracious. Money line. Essentially, if it doesn't end in a tech fall, then Miles Martin wins on the spread. Right. Moneyline, okay. Taylor, minus 1,100, over under 11.5 points. I like the over under. I would bet the over on the over under 11.5 points. There's, I'd, I'd be surprised. D- David will give up some takedowns here and there. So all it takes is yeah. one miles takedown and then a tech, and then you hit the over, right? Wait. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, correct. And also, my, I don't know. I'm having a hard time. I would probably give Miles plus nine and a half. I'd probably go with that. I think there's some value there. I think he's maybe a little underrated. I think he's really hard to score on. And probably a safe bet maybe is Taylor to Tech. Yeah, but. I mean, so with the one thing, I, with the spread, I could I could see there's a chance that this match is competitive. I think Miles is as good defensively, especially this down block go behind as we've seen um, someone in college. And, you know, I brought that up yesterday. But – the you know Taylor just winning the match like I have a hard time seeing a way that Miles is going to win this match. Um, I can see it being competitive, that's for sure. So you know I I would I would probably not bet the spread because I could very easily see that one going either way. But on the money, um, man, I, I feel like that's uh, the, the minus eleven hundred is almost too safe for Taylor um, because I feel like you know how's Miles going to win? It's going to be really tough for him, man. It's like bet bet Taylor on the over, and then throw like ten bucks on uh, Miles plus eleven hundred. That could be you know a little tasty. Yeah. Over under eleven and a half. I would bet the over. I, I it's it's gonna be it's gonna be intriguing to see like we learn where Miles really climbed the rung at Fort Worth, and you know put himself in that. Is he the number mm-hmm. one contender at eighty six? And now we'll see where he stacks up against David Taylor, who. We haven't seen against uh, domestic competition since he made the team in 18. Is that right? 
Has he wrestled in an American uh, since he made the team in 18? I mean, Drew Foster, but yeah. I don't count that. I think like a minute. So. Yeah, so he has not. I don't think so. Yeah, he hasn't had many op- opportunities, so that's going to be a great one. And then the main event, too close to call, spread, Dake minus half a point. Money can, can I fix this spread for you, Christian? Yeah. Well, I, it can't be a half a point because that was a, a, right. That's, um, it's, that's it can't even. be zero. Right. I guess it could be. Oh my gosh, I, uh, dude, I'm Criteria. such an idiot, Christian. I don't know. I don't know why. For a second, I just, I just thought you can't end with a tied match. So I was, I was going to minus one is what I was going to change it to. Um, wow, I'm an idiot. Okay, yeah, no, it's great. It's perfect. <laughs> so Dake half a point favorite. Moneyline Dake minus one ten over under seven and a half. Uh, thoughts on these these uh, these lines, Benjamin? Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna go, Dake's gonna win, and it's gonna wow. be by at least one point. So I'm taking Dake against the spread. Um, although I could see it being tied. Uh, I'm gonna, I think Dake's gonna win, so I'm, I'm going to take Dake. Um, and I will take the under on that. I do not think it'll be a lot of points. Um, I would think I would be okay if you moved it Dake to say a little more of a favorite, like a minus one thirty, minus one forty, something somewhere in there to make it a little more risky to bet on Dake. Because right now, you know, essentially, right, it, it's even even money. Um, you know, it's really close to even. And I I don't know. I feel like Dake's a little bit more of a favorite, but I guess maybe hopefully I'm not the only one that feels that way. Yeah. It's um, it's a really tough call because there's no for for either of these guys there's no examples of them wrestling someone like the other right. Dake's never wrestled anyone yeah. like Chimizo. Chimizo's never wrestled anyone like Dake. So it's it's totally there's a there's a lot of mystery there. I think part of, part of what I've tried to do is like all right, I have a very uh, American centric view of wrestling and like I always. Mm-hmm. air towards the side of uh the united states so i'm wondering like how much of that is uh in my head right now as i think dake is the favorite right but frank chimizo yeah. is, is unbelievable so i don't know um what do you think this match looks like do you think what does the hand fight look like does dake try to two-on-one do you think he like tries to have a lot of control ties yeah, but I think I also think is uh, great at keeping space. He's really good there. It's uh, it's gonna be tough for Dave to close the distance. I think Dave will will control the position at the end of the day, but it's gonna be tough for him to control that space. Yeah, yeah. Um, um hey, Christian, I just thought of something, and they, since there is no gambling on wrestling, um, I, what if there's a pin? Um, so right, so especially on these over under lines, say what if uh. You know, what if it's four to four to three, Fletcher Caldwell, and, and Caldwell gets a pin? Um, now obviously, it doesn't go over the eight and a half, uh, but does it, would that negate the over? I would ha- almost feel like that would negate the over under because obviously, football, football is always going 60 minutes. They're not going to say, oh, there's a pin, it's over, you know? Right. So, like, you know, the distance of the competition with wrestling, you know, it could be headed towards that over, and then there's a pin, and then obviously it stops. Uh, is it like, is it one of those things where, and maybe you don't know, cause there's no, not really gambling or wrestling where this lot over underline is only valid in the case that it goes the entire match. It could be something like that. I, I think about like, as far as a spread goes, like if it's the spread is Pletcher minus two and a half and let's say he pins Darion, 
then that would be yeah. hitting the over for Pletcher for points. But as far as like the total match score, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, maybe just like if in the event of a pin, it's just off. It, do- it doesn't count. Yeah, because that that happens just get too. Your money back, yeah. You just get your money back. Yeah, yeah. If it is a push, essentially, yeah. you could also do. Obviously, you know, I think that thing that would be interesting uh, would be, and this would be more interesting in folk style wrestling. If we're doing Gilman lights, but you know, each guy what's and this is what they do for fighting. Like they'll have a winner by KO or TKO, winner by submission, winner by decision, right? And they'll have all those for each person and up with a line on each one of those options. So like in folk style, it could be winner by decision, winner by major, winner by tech ball, winner by pin, which one. And then obviously, you know, cause if you know there's a match that's really not all that competitive, um, that's going to make it a lot more fun to bet on because you're going to say, well, is he, Oh, he, oh, he only had 13. So he didn't tech him. So I, you know, I lost money cause I bet on the tech or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so everyone or a lot of the, the the athletes are arriving today. I know David Taylor's on his way. Miles Martin, uh, I forget who else. I think Dake and Chimizo both arrived today. So uh, we should have some on the ground coverage with those guys as they arrive. I know Mike Mal and Bader oh, headed to the venue to do some stuff with them. So very exciting times. The time is is upon us. We have a lot of really good questions. May we start them now? And who knows where we go. Um, from there, yeah. Did I get those? Chimizo, Martin, David Taylor, Pletcher, Kyle Dake. Nice. We should we should bet money. You know what, Christian? Can we do something fun? No. For a minute. That's ridiculous. Why not? <laughs> I want to have a challenge with you two suckers. Oh, okay. A foot race. Let's go. Uh, uh, I, I can't even run, so that's, that's not what I'm gonna do. I can't. Sometimes I forget that I can't. And I run. And I'm like ah! I am. <laughs> it's oh, like you God. stepped on a rock like, on a trail. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's very painful. Um, uh, let's do something where we where we each get, say, um, 50, 50 tokens or theoretical, right? Um, and we can bet on certain things that we really like here. Mm-hmm. And whoever win, whoever whoever wins, the other two got to do push-ups on Ooh. the show on next Tuesday. Okay. I, I do like what this. I like this. Um, 50, we got 50... Um, Shroot bucks, and we're gonna bet. I, I don't know if I want to. So do you it can bet them any way you want. You can do 10, 10, 10. You can go all 50 on one bet if you want to. You can oh, do whatever man. you want. Obviously, if you went all 50, say on Taylor winning, well, the problem is you're only gonna win, you know, five, five more dollars. So you end up with 55. So if the other people get it right, now there's a decent chance they're going to, you know, they're gonna beat mm. you. Mm-mm-mm. Just to explain how betting okay. works to some people. All right. How would you spend your money? Okay, I'm. Uh, are you ready for this? Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah, hey, who's writing this down? Frank, you writing this down? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, he doesn't even have a pen. Okay. <laughs> he have a, okay, I'm gonna go. Um, so, so if we bet spread, that's even money, right? So if I bet yep. ten and I get the spread, then I get ten, right, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Same thing with the over under. Obviously, if you bet the money, then you got to consider what the line is. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go veto spread for 10, 10, 10 shoot bucks. So I'm going to go minus six, minus and, six and, a half. and a half. Yeah. So I think he's going to win by seven, seven or greater. I'm also going to go the over under on that one. I'm going to go the over for 10 more bucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go, uh, 
I'm gonna go Pletcher against the spread for ten. I'm I'm splitting mine five ways, I think. Okay? I'm gonna go Roman Bravo Young on the money. So I'm I'm he's an underdog here. So mm-hmm. you didn't actually write you know, so you gotta just gotta write that in then he's he's the plus whatever. Yeah. Well, um so let's see, so I got ten more. And then I'm gonna go Roman Bravo Young against the spread. Those are my five bets. Dang. Okay. I could just either. I bracket. Where are you thinking? You, are, you, are, you, are you writing them down? The on one That's thing. what I want to do. I want to yeah. go fifty on just one and just. Uh... Yeah, I got it all, Ben. Okay, sweet. Okay. Um, what am I gonna do here, man? Where are you leaning, Bracky? How are you gonna spend your money? <laughs> I just put it all on DC, dude. That would be <laughs> that would be the zero or hero move. Again, yeah. you just against the spread, against the spread, or with or, money line, uh, money line. Money oh, line. yeah, you do, you would automatically yeah. win if you. Yeah, did that. exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm, gonna I'm do doing this. it. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Oh my god! This is your zero or hero. You're either you're either gonna win, right? Because yeah. you know, I'm that's swinging for the fences. I'm or doing what Darian's gonna do. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> you, you, you're definitely not gonna win, Ben. Um, what do you mean um, I'm not gonna win? If Caldwell loses, Kyle's got zero. He's got nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna. Um, okay, so I'll just split. Here's how I'm gonna win, because I just want to win this contest right now. Um, well, you know, I could be wrong, Christian. I could be wrong four times out of five, and Kyle could be wrong once, and I'm still beating him. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna be. That, right? Listen. Caldwell okay. will lose. I'm gonna and I, one of yours will be wrong. Mine will be right, and then I win. Okay, so I'm just gonna go. Uh, Dake spread fifty. So he wins by one or more points, fifty bucks. So all I really need is one of your things to not hit, right? Because if I if basically if yeah. all mine hit the only money yeah. line I bet on was the Mueller Bravo Young. So if I if I hit damn it, I've hit all mine to win and you always hit because change that line. <laughs> you tried to and then you had to you had to publicly apologize. <laughs> well, no, um, I wanna I wanna change the line to one day minus one and a half. Oh wow. So now after we've begun the contest, Ben Askren changes the <laughs> uh so okay. So it's either gonna be right. I it's basically you have guaranteed defeat, Ben. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. Chimizo could win. Chimizo could win. Pletcher could win. What do you I'm, mean I'm, guaranteed defeat? I'm, I'm just. And saying. I like all my bets. All right. I like all my bets. I like your bets too. Uh, I like my bets. I love. I love Bracky's mentality. And yeah, push-ups on the line. How many? He's gonna reduce the number. Well, you know, one he's, one, he's, fun, no, one fun thing that Sean Charles did, and we, we could do what you know, we could just however you want. Maybe we could do. Since we'll all be in Austin, we should do it. it you know, we should do them, like on site. Maybe we videotape each other or whatever. Okay. Um, Sean Charles would do this thing. It was the best. It was it was only ten push-ups, Christian. But here's the deal: you could tell them anytime you want. So you guys could be like out to dinner. And you'd be like, "Oh, give me five push-ups," <laughs> right? And then just do five push-ups, whatever you said. And that was like a lot of fun. But you pick a number, and we're good. Uh, let's say fifty. Good number, right? Fifty push-ups. All right. Okay. Um. 50 push-ups on the line. For, Good. For I love gambling. I'm, I'm glad we actually gambled on this. There's, there's, you know, I know there's no real money on the line, but you know, just having some pride on the line is good. I don't. I never got. I, I bring this up every now and again, and you deny it ever happened, but it happened. We had a bet. What? 
that uh, Kyle Hutter was an All-American for Old Dominion, and you didn't believe me that he wasn't. And I was like, yes. And then you wanted to, you were so adamant that he was. I was like, all right, well, you're like, okay, I'll bet you push-ups. And you were wrong. And Are you still saying I owe you push-ups? Yes, to this day. That's like from 2013, 2014-ish. Uh, well, if I went him back, if I went him back, then you don't have to do it. <laughs> okay. Well, no. Wait, what? You, well, I win. you owe me. You okay. would owe me. You, well, if I win, you would owe me push-ups. So I'm saying, you know, got your allegations. Will does not let you do them. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, just uh, another example of Ben not believing anything we tell him. Yeah. Yeah, just ca- calls us liars. Kyle, like, you believe in aliens. <laughs> yeah. Ben, you believe in some stuff. <laughs> let's, let's not pretend all your all your beliefs are rooted in reality, okay? And what's, pro- and what's that, proven. Definitely reality. I'm a reality-based guy. All right. The, agree to disagree there. Um, <laughs> all right, questions. From Lee Schmalls. If I send Ben Askren Bitcoin for his birthday, will he send me two times back? <laughs> no. That was a scam that was on Twitter. I will not do that. Right, he I will also that. not say I'm going to do that, and I will not scam you. Not a scammer, Ben Askren. All right, the real Avery Lynch. He, la- he asked this question twice in a row, so we're, we're going we're gonna to ask it. Uh, this card is amazing. Well, thank you. What match between two college wrestlers within one weight class of each other would you want to add to the card if you could have? Can include wrestlers who are redshirting. Oh, this is easy for me. It's easy. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Spencer and somebody. Spencer Dayton, all day long. It was funny when we were putting out some of these matchups. Someone, it was I think the Friday when we announced uh, Alvarez Vito and then Caldwell Putcher back to back. Someone was like. Guys, just make Spencer Dayton happen. Guys, <laughs> listen. Seriously. No one wants that more than me. I want that match more than any other match, maybe in America. I'm dead serious. More than Burroughs Dake. I want to see Spencer Lee and Dayton Fix wrestle again. I, I, I want it adamantly. Freestyle folks, I, I do not care. I want those two to wrestle. Well, because they were going to at the World Team Trials, and then it got, or sorry, the Olympic Team Trials. Potentially, They're going yeah. to again. They're young. Yeah. They'll wrestle again. They were going to it. Dapper Dan and Spencer got hurt. Dude, it's cursed. They're not allowed to wrestle again. It's 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 a very uh, it's a weird thing. I mean, they haven't wrestled since 2015. 2015. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, whenever that's the crazy, trials huh? were. Yeah. How crazy is that? It's crazy. It's making me crazy. <laughs> Driving everybody crazy. Yeah, I'm going nuts. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we wanted that match to happen for sure. So that's it for me. Um, I don't know if you want to throw others into, into consideration. That's tough. Yeah, to beat, there, I mean, there's a whole bunch in that you know, where you could go. Yon, well, who do you want Yanni, Yanni to Dayton, wrestle? Yanni Dayton or someone like – or Yanni Seabass would be fun. Um, I love that There's one. a couple of those. Yeah, there's a couple of those that, that would be a lot of fun. Um, obviously, Spencer versus any of those guys is a lot of fun also. I kind of think this, this match, you know, maybe it goes big time for Yanni, but I think Yanni Nick Lee is – a bonanza. That's a really fun match, in my opinion. And maybe it's fun. Yanni might like catch him in a cradle and pin him, but dude, Nick Lee is his his improvement and just how much he attacks. I think would be really. Cause you think of a lot of Yanni's uh, opponents on the path to his titles. It's like they were, you know, Joey McKenna is a really positional wrestler. He's a, uh, he picks his spots. Jaden Ironman likes the match to come to him. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? Bryce Meredith. 
pre- pretty offensive, but also like more known for his defense and top work. Like, yep. how many mm-hmm. like volume attackers has have have we seen Yanni get to go up against? So that's something I would really like to watch. Um, and I really I would, like what, I was thinking. Guys. What about Joey Gunther and Vincenzo Joseph? Stop. Um, <laughs> I was about to see the look on Kyle's face. No, but how about this one? Vincenzo Joseph, Mark Hall. Ooh, I like that one. Man, who would win that, that would match? I don't know. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Mark would I, win, probably. Yeah, I would pick Mark. You would? Yeah. Man, I don't know. It would be good, though. I'd probably pick him, but I don't know, man. They're both so dang good. We could just ask them who would win. I bet they would know. I remember Did he when. Give you a good answer? Yeah. I remember when. Uh, remember Chinzo just like openly admitted that like Zane Rutherford beats, like would go up and could beat him and all these other guys. And he was the 40. Really? Player. I don't remember this. What was that? He tweeted it or something like that. Chinzo got some accolade or whatever the year they won five, I'm pretty sure. And then. Chinzo tweeted something or something about how, like, yeah, right, like, Zane Rutherford beats me to this day kind of thing. Really? Yeah, I have to find it, um, but I'm pretty sure it's real. Wow, crazy. Yeah, Zane, Zane really, really good. Okay, so Ayala got teched uh, at, a, at a tournament over, yeah. the, over the weekend, I guess. And I had a few kids that went to this tournament. I and I got asked to take a team, and I don't know. I just thought, like, hey, man, I've been practicing for eight weeks, and it's going well. And I just felt like if if, if Crota is a real thing, which I know it's real, but it's really dangerous. <laughs> is that a maybe we should we have to say? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have. Is the jury still out? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, there, there are a lot of people who think it's not dangerous. That's what I should say. Okay, there are so many idiots that walk among us every day. That okay. should not be. Well, Christian, if, if it is really dangerous, why are 24 teams from all across the country getting together? This does not seem like a good idea. If it's, if it's really that dangerous. Well, it's dangerous. Well, anyway. That's why I didn't go. Got it. Got it. But as far as the result, I don't. Well, how do you but, feel about that? You don't, you don't want to discuss it. Well, what do you mean? How do I feel about it? I, I obviously, I don't feel a ton of risk to myself personally because I'm yeah. a very healthy person and my family is yeah. very healthy and I haven't gotten sick in, I don't know, years? Seven years. Yeah, it's been a while, maybe not seven years. No, definitely within seven years, but I don't get sick. So yeah. I have a really strong immune system. I've, I was in North Jersey and flew in March when this thing was going off. <laughs> I've been living my life and traveled several times, flown sev- yeah. several times. Not, no one in my family's got it. So I feel, you know, fine. I'm okay. not that worried about it. Right. Um, but that doesn't make it wise. What, what, you know, do I want to sign up? And and ben, and that's the question, Ben, that you, that I wasn't in. It's like, do I want me personally to go and do this thing? You are saying, do I want to say, hey, 25 kids, let's go somewhere. Right, that's a yeah. that is a different question. It, so I had to answer. Is the, a is, there, is the risk worth the reward? Is the risk worth like, or are we going to get something out of this, or is it just a handful of matches? Right, and that's another thing. Yeah, what are you what are you getting out of? I felt like there's extreme value in me going on the road and being able to like yeah do this stuff, right? But like for your guys, I don't yeah. know. But I guess I bring it up because it's like, what do you make of the result of of Drake Ayala losing? And I I don't make much of it. I don't think it's a 
Who did he even lose to? They didn't say that. I don't know. The video. Yeah, I... He lost to Adam Allard, who is three-time Iowa State champ. He's going to UNO. Oh. Dang. He uh, Schwab mob. He got beat in the finals this year. He was going for his fourth state title. What? Yep. Allard did? I hope. I don't remember. Hang on. Okay. That's crazy. What? Aiden Noonan. I've heard of him. Which hmm. is which is uh which is actually impressive because I don't know high school all that well. Okay, so yeah, him getting tech it's just like your preparation level against someone that good has to be pretty high or something like that can happen. And yeah. How prepared some of these guys haven't it's not like they're ignoring being prepared it's just like they want to wrestle but they have probably haven't been able to train like they normally would and yeah. i would assume and you know what maybe that's not fair to to allard who did the thing and won the match but you you do have to say okay well how prepared was drake in in this uh for this thing so, i'm yeah i'm not putting a ton of stock in any of these high school results just because i mean there were kids that literally couldn't get in anywhere yeah um yeah. and everybody's situation was different and I mean, it's still a good win for Allard. It's just yeah. I, I don't know how much weight can you put into a win like that. I, it's a, I had someone in the chance that Al also lost to Casey Swiderski, who I, yeah, I, I, but, I remember that name. He's pretty scrappy. Yeah, he. Uh, I all took multiple losses, but the the question that we were asked was about Allard. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, let me pitch this at you guys because I was just thinking about this for myself because some kid said, "Hey, Ben, are we going to Super Thirty Two? I said, "Well." If there is a Super 32. Um, like, but, you know, like, oh, God, God, right? But for a bunch of my kids, so, God, let's hear your, your take. For a bunch of my kids, specifically the juniors, but obviously, like, say, Keegan got noticed big time after his sophomore year, right? Uh -huh. Same thing with Jacob Roshka after his sophomore year. Those sophomores or those juniors, they're not getting matches. They're not getting seen right now. So it's almost like, do I do I somehow invite a whole bunch of good kids to my facility so they can wrestle those matches? Because, you know, this is where a lot of, in my opinion, a lot of our kids are, you know, making this huge upward swing. But I got to get them seen somehow. Um, and how, how do I actually, if matches don't happen as well, how do I do that? Or do college coaches just keep holding their scholarships because they're not seeing these kids? I mean, if you think it's a good opportunity and your guys are ready – yeah, line up some uh, other ranked studs from around the country, or just get a bunch of Illinois, yeah. Wisconsin, Iowa people up to your joint and have them have them scrap yeah. it out. Um, yeah, I mean, something like that, right? Yeah, so I would understand that for sure. Um, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Would you rather NCAs be in Washington D.C. or back in Philly? Oh boy. Hmm. What's the arena in D.C.? Uh it's it's right. It's Verizon Center. Um, it's like in the it's in the mix. It's right in the city. Um, I would say that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go DC, nation's nation's capital. Um, I'll, just watch out for the Capital swamp. One Arena now. It's capital One Arena now, dude. Wow. Catch up, mustard. Verizon got a. See, I'm old. Uh, I remember back. It's right then. by Chinatown. Yeah, so it's in the mix. So let's go DC. Yeah, not, it, not it is in the mix. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I wasn't at Philly, but I heard it was terrible. It was so terrible. Let's not do that. Basically, our criteria for uh, for NCAs is like: is the arena in the mix? If it's in the mix, we're down. If it's not in the mix, <laughs> hard pass. Yes, agreed. Listen, Cleveland was awesome because everything was in the mix. <laughs> hey, are you taking any of your guys to the summer showcase in Oklahoma, Ben? 
That's going to have a lot of really good. I never never heard about that. You need to read up or you need to go to Flow Wrestling. Coach Guerrero and put this whole thing together. It's going to have a bunch of like the best kids in the country. Really far away. Really far away. I'd rather do it myself. You know what? Maybe we'll do it. PA kids coming to this. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, it's just that's. See, PA just wants it more. That's just uh, what I learned yeah. today, Ben. I mean, again, it's just like I, I, right? The liability is on me if I push kids to do something, and um, you know, I'm not sure that I, I want all that risk of sending kids all across the country. But you know, I don't know. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, Corona starts toning itself down a little bit, and we can uh, we can start moving forward a little faster. Yes, Lord willing. Um, CJ Kemp, watch Ben's match against Quentin at work tonight. A lot of Aegon talk on this show. Who would have thought? Aegon, baby. Who saw he got in the Merkel position a lot? Was that something he saw from Quentin's old matches or something he felt as the match progressed? Um, okay, so I didn't, it wasn't necessarily the Merkel. I, I went to a high Near leg in, match. right? I, I literally made this move up in the match, right? There we go. What um, what? You did? Well, no, yeah, okay, so you can watch it. So I knew I needed to control his lead hand so he didn't underhook me, right? So I said, this is simple. I'm you're not a dummy. So I'm not a dummy. <laughs> I need to control his lead hand. Otherwise, he's going to underhook me. So I could control his lead hand, and I kept getting a situation where I would, you know, it was more than his control. I would I would hook it in my, I would hook his arm in my leg, and then I would use that to pull him down to the mat. And after that, after that match, I started using it very frequently. Like, I, I was like, wow, that was really cool. I should probably do that more often. Um <laughs> And I did, but then, yeah, then allowed me to get to my high gut. And I remember I scored a whole bunch of points in that match. I mean, I think, I remember, I think that match was like 23 to 8. And I think I probably scored 10 points off a of high gut, I would guess. Well, yeah. There was, right? uh, there was no tech falls. So I think it was, 20, I think it was 23 to 8. 23 to 8? What was the score? 21 to 8? It was not close. I, I remember that. I don't remember. The match was fake, right? I don't remember the score. Yeah, someone said it was. <laughs> <It's> possible. <laughs> Wow, more more information coming in. There's Wisconsin kids going to the uh, going to the showcase, summer showcase in Oklahoma. So, so maybe look into it, Ben. Um, um yeah. Okay, you could that you get to, on flow. You guys have the match on flow. I know. I'm looking right now. Yeah, we're, we're looking. What was the score? Uh, we didn't have scoreboards. Apparently, we didn't have scoreboards. scoreboards hadn't been in- <laughs> Scoreboards hadn't been invented yet. Sweet. Surely, but surely you guys you guys pan over there at the end of the match, right? I don't know. This is where you called out Kyle Dake. And now you're fist pumping. You're fist, pump, you're fist pumping while you're on top of Quentin at the moment. You're really partying on it. <laughs> Quentin Wright doesn't deserve this. Quentin Wright is He's a really such a nice sweet guy. guy. I agree. Yeah, yeah and you, put, uh, you agree you partied on him. I did. Well, you know, I'm a showman. What are you going to say? I guess so. Um, I Dang, cannot, what is... Uh, how come you guys aren't panning to the school? Why do we have a scoreboard? Ozzy, you can't be here. Oh, God, Ozzy just broke in. <laughs> I thought you had an Ozzy-proof door. Listen. I thought I locked the door. I did Ozzy. I went to my car. Yeah. <laughs> Ozzy's on the show. All right. What is the damn score of this match, though, Ozzy? No one knows. You know, these, uh, these, we can't figure it out. They're wrestling. Yeah, they're You're right, Ozzy. Um, He can't hear me. At some point, him. at some point, he'll fi- he'll figure out that my wife will figure out that he he's escaped into my office. All right, you know my no, the best call. So uh, Aegon three was was dark, um, meaning like no one saw it. Yeah, those are the best. Events. And so I had a great call out that one. I had the best call out, and no one got to see it. It was really so. 
Kyle Dick had the shirt out at the time that said that said anyone, any weight, anywhere, or something to that effect, yeah. right? And so I said I beat Mike. My the Mike Porter match was, was freaking outstanding. I beat him nine to seven. Um, and I said to my, I said after that, I said, listen, I saw a kid walk around with the shirt that said Kyle Dick, any weight, anywhere, anyone. I said Kyle Dick, stop lying to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> And he still he he passed up on every call out. Yeah, I mean they offered him quite a bit of money to wrestle me. Ozzy thought the joke was funny too. He's yes, he gets your humor. Um, like how has my wife can. not realized that he's gone? This guy is like he just disappears. Yeah, Ben. So I was trying to find the score of that match just by like searching Google, and I found a forum on. Uh, Share dog, where someone said five reasons Ben Askren is finally going to get his ass kicked, and it was about the match with Quentin Wright. Dude, hold on. Ah, Mark Bader made that post. Hold on. Mark Bader Bader. Bader. He made that thought. Oh, Remember Mark had to shave his head because of this match? Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Uh, He was just trying to get everybody riled up. Yeah. So they're like, someone must have said, hey, can you. uh, <laughs> Let's spice this up on the sure dog forums. Dang it. I got trolled There's, by Bader. Bader got you good, dog. Bader, oh, that's too funny. Okay. Ozzy, uh, why don't you go upstairs? Can you go upstairs? We'll go work on the lawnmower after this, okay? <laughs> Needs a new carburetor. Right, he loves Ozzie. he loves working the lawnmower. And now twice he has left my lawnmower light on. He'll go in there and you know, press all the buttons and it's dead then and I gotta freaking jump it. Heck on it, <sighs> Kids. He needs grounded. Right. Um, you could change one loss to a win. Whose overall career could this impact the most? Well, I'm changing my own. I'm going I'm to be selfish and use it for myself and go, um, I'm going to beat Fundora and then I get to wrestle Satya. So that, that would be me because oh, uh, I'm selfish. But you guys will cho- can choose somebody else. Think about this. We've done this question before. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, th- yeah, I didn't think of, I didn't think of this answer. But what if you change Gable's Owings loss to a win? Oh, because, dude, that's still, huge. How much he yes. talked about that match and how it, like, I think he had an incredible intrinsic drive for sure. Yeah. Um, as, bye, Ozzy. Bye, Ozzy. <laughs> um, I think Gable had an amazing, like, intrinsic drive, but, like, I think that loss really did fuel him a lot. And, like, you know, who knows what? Yes kind of coach it was and how he kind of credits that loss for like helping him relate to his athletes and learn, you know, it was like a big lesson for him. So who knows how his coaching career goes, how the Olympics go. I mean, I don't know. It is kind of a ripple effect match, that loss. So that's, that's a good one, Christian. I, I think you win. Okay, sweet. Although you, you uh, wrestling Satiev would be uh, incredible. Ben, you beat Quentin 22 to eight, by the way. They didn't give you the riding time. Ooh, point. I was close. Yes. It was freestyle top bottom. That was the A guy rule set was the most superior rule set ever invented, Christian. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, another big one is if uh, McElravey doesn't lose to uh, uh, Arnetti, right? Yeah, that would be huge. Arnetti. Christian, yep. you wrote yep. this recap, and then you said, "Now to the call out." I was fired up after that, and want like pretty much every wrestling fan to see that match. I love Askren, and he's one of my all-time favorites. But I yes. think I like Dake in this potential matchup. Oh! So, Kyle, we hope you'll consider this fight. I don't think you have anything to worry about. <laughs> oh, piles! I'm gonna have to put a headlock on you. Oh my you. gosh! 
Um, yeah. Hey, I've written. I wrote a lot of words <laughs> over the time. This is a. This is a way too long recap. What was that? I don't know. Oh, did you do this? No, that that has uh, Nick Valakat written all over. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh my gosh. That's funny, yeah. Christian. Yeah. You don't have anything. See, like I know. Listen. See, other wrestlers. See how I didn't get offended by that. Like you guys got to get less offended when Christian says something about you. Yeah. Well. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> I won't. We won't get into that. Into that. Um, would you, who, I mean, wait, what, listen. There's because there's there's not a much more offensive way you could have picked Kyle Dick. <laughs> yeah, you said he doesn't have much to worry about. <laughs> I don't think you have anything to worry about. A <laughs> single thing. There's nothing. Are you, you just trying about, to be Kyle. a dick or what? I was trying to. Co- I was trying to. Kyle, you got nothing to worry about here, man. Just just wrestle. Christian, ben I just beat a 197 pound national champion by 14 points, and you're telling Kyle Dick he's got nothing to worry about. Not a thing. How rude. <laughs> That is rude. Crap. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna see him tomorrow. Ben's gonna noogie me. Did have you ever talked to him about all those call outs you gave to him, Ben? Uh no. You know, maybe I'll bring that up. And, yeah, you, you know, I know so the first time when they offered us the, the money for the first match, I was so pissed because he wouldn't say yes. And I, I figured that me making money hinged on him saying yes, right? And luckily, they went and found us a different opponent. But the amount of money they were paying us for a wrestling match, I had never heard of for a wrestling match. You know, and I had done a whole bunch for free. I'd done the Jake Herbert match for free. I'd done a few other ones for free just because, you know, whatever, I enjoyed it. And they kind of say, hey, here's all this money. And then Kyle Dick's going to say no because he thinks he can get more money because his dumb agent is talking to NBC Sports or something. Like, give me a freaking break, bro. Knock it off. That's not going to happen. That that I said that wasn't going to happen, and it did not happen. In fact, I was 100% correct on that. Um, yeah, so I, I was really – I was DMing him. We were going back and forth. I was very, I was very hostile about that, that he was saying no. Um, but, no, I haven't talked to him about it since. So who knows? Maybe we'll bring it up this weekend. All right. Re- rekindle that. Yeah. Maybe maybe you'll – what if he accepts the challenge now? I, he'd kill me now. I can't wrestle. Uh, Terrible. I'm only five weeks off. I get surgery in five weeks. I know, man. Then, then you're going to miss yeah. more shows, I guess. Unless we can get that studio uh, situation in the hospital. Yeah, I will miss some shows, huh? Hopefully, I'll recover quick. I'll probably maybe just one week. Okay. Well, either way, we'll be re- we'll be ready for you. You're starting a D1 program tomorrow with the goal of winning NCAs as soon as possible. Your program has a choice: either you get funding for an elite RTC, but no scholarship money, or a full 9.9 and no money to recruit RTCs. Which do you choose and why? Dumb question. Scholarships. Yes. But it's a dumb question because you're not going to win an NCAA without an RTC. At the, at, in 2020, you believe that's true? Yeah, probably. I true. mean, true. Who's who's gonna? And anyone that's got a chance right now has an RTC. There's right. I mean, what good kids are you gonna get to come to your school though if you can't give them any kind of help? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you're not. You're just not the answer to this question. Without either one of these, you're not gonna win well, the title. Well, you know There's what? There's no hope somewhere. Rob Cole or a Cornell fan is saying we have zero scholarships actually, and so <laughs> oh, the answer is this. So yeah, that's true. I guess elite RTC is the way to go. Yeah, but I mean, like, what what kind of RTC does Iowa have right now? Yeah, I mean, what's well, seen, Spitzer more. Lee's their best. Yeah, who's yeah good good counterpoint. They have they some, got, and he's a college Luke wrestler. Paul, Paul Glenn. Sammy Brooks. Um, Sammy Brooks. 
Yeah, uh, Paul Glenn. Who else? <laughs> Don't you remember they signed him? And I'm like, yeah, I know, I but like he's not trading. He's like he's a, like the di- director like, of operations. Yeah, or he's like helping out with like the fundraising side of things. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah I'm thinking. Yeah, it's kind of a lead RTC is not not always necessary. That's say what you want. It's they, just something that I think the the blue blood programs have the the budget and the the backing to have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was getting ready to load up, right? Because after this year, they're going to have Spencer. They're going to. I would assume Kemmer is going to stick around. Um, Lugo's obviously sticking around. Marinelli, probably. I would assume. Right? I mean, so they, his his wife wor- if works there. You would yeah. think he'd be. So if you're Iowa, you're saying, well, you're not spending your money right now because you're saving it because you know in one year all these guys are going to be graduating and you're going to need a relatively large budget to keep them all around, aren't you? Yeah, I believe so. That's a good thought. So yeah. they're saving up. Uh, all right. Uh, next question. What DeSanto, he's probably going to stick around. That's a lot of dudes. Yeah, I need I need Santo Austin DeSanto has entering. never wrestled a freestyle match in his life. I don't think I need to see it. I what else is he this. gonna do? I don't know. Make coach. This man was made to wrestle. He's he gonna was. get out there and wrestle. He was made to or wrestle. fight. He could fight. He could he could fight somebody. I feel like I feel like DeSanto is a fighter. I feel like It'd he'd be, awesome. be like glory or just like immediate KO, <laughs> like in every single fight. It's like, dude, something crazy is going to happen every time. But he'd be so aggressive. He's so aggressive in wrestling matches, just like how forward and like trying to score. I can't imagine him as a MMA guy. Yeah, he's he needs to he needs to keep wrestling. Uh, <laughs> all right, here's a changeup from Gene Parmesan. Neapolitan ice cream etiquette: scoop across all three, or only scoop the individual flavors. Neapolitan. No. Then, yeah. What do you do? If man? you scoop one flavor, you're a you're a butt nugget. <laughs> what, what I was gonna say, what's the point of getting Neapolitan ice cream if you're only scooping one yes. flavor? You're ruining the ratio. This why I, I, I yell at my wife sometimes for this. Um, if we have, say, like there's some pasta dish or you know, pick pick some type of food we're eating, right? Mm. And there's one specific ingredient she she likes more than the other. Well, that's not, that's separate, right? But more like like a pasta where the meat and sauce and whatever's mixed together, right? Mm-hmm. Vegetables oh, got it. in one dish. And you say, well, I like this one ingredient. So you, you start picking that ingredient out and you're taking more of those. It ruins the ratio. There's a ratio. Someone cooked that dish for there to be a ratio of vegetables and meat and pasta and sauce. You can't ruin the ratio, Christian. You take all the meat. Now there's only noodles and vegetables and sauce. That's crap. Don't ruin I, the ratio. I'm with you. Don't ruin the ratio. Some people go crazy with the cheese or crazy with the meat sauce. It's like... Everything yeah. in proportion. It's a delicate balance. Regarding the Neapolitan question, I I love all three flavors, but I don't like the chocolate strawberry combo. So I actually need those two separated for maximum enjoyment. Uh, you can scoop them into your dish and then separate them once they're already in your dish. This is talking scoop direction here. He says so it'll all be in one. So he's saying scoop a do you scoop out a strawberry scoop? Scoop out a vanilla, scoop out a, a chocolate, and separate, or just one big across the thing. So, I'm so do you in- still have to take one scoop of all three of them? You could, yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's how I would. Handle but if you're gonna, if you're like the guy that takes like three scoops of vanilla and no scoops of chocolate or, or strawberry, you're a butt face. Yeah, yeah. Just, just leave. <laughs> please, please leave my home. 
Okay, okay. Okay. Go on the same page there. Um, Many college teams have grown their fan base in the past 10 years through increased emphasis on community outreach, utilizing social media. How do colleges maintain, grow, fan, and donor enthusiasm during COVID? Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. It's very hard to do. They like – they are excited about the program because – you know, they get to watch the program and experience it, and it's it's tough to, um, you know, keep that level of fervor when that thing is not there. That thing doesn't exist. So. Just tell them we're going to be really good. Just tell them we're going to be really, really good. Give us all your money. <laughs> Hear me out. It's going to be great. I promise. Um, man, I got busted on this one. This is interesting from uh, Rashad oh. Rashad Barry. I didn't know. I haven't watched the full workout. But during Dake's garage workout, how long did it take you to figure out the foldable chair? I never figured it out. I just used a different chair. I just po- posted it up there. I didn't know this. What was do you mean? There, there was this like a, like a camping chair that um, I guess it was Kyle's, and I never figured out how to open. It was like not a regular chair. I was like, I oh, forget. It. I'm just gonna sit in this chair or something. I sat on the mat, <laughs> but I had no idea I was on. Uh, that would make it into the it- thing. But yeah, Rashad, it's so I never, fitting that never figured it out. Kyle Dake is a chair that you can't figure out how to open, Christian. I mean, yeah. it's just like that is so Kyle Dake. <laughs> we need to talk about his tweets yesterday. I never claimed to be smart. What? Can you pull, I, pull him up? Because he, do you not see him talking about the sun? I, th- I listen. I feel Uh-oh. vindicated and validated. So go ahead, Christian. <laughs> but that—that's like you. That's one person. He is giving advice <laughs> to a lot of people right now, to 79,000 people, and then we retweeted it, and I'm sure put it on Instagram. As we should. So now we're reaching like a million people yeah. at this point. Okay. Um, hang on. Well, you still, about this. Still do yourself, out. You do don't yourself need... a favor and drink some water, then get yourself in the sun. No sunglasses and with as much skin exposed as you're comfortable with. Boost your immunity. That's what I do. This is what I do. So see I, I never put sunscreen on. I think that's for wimps. It's it's not for wimps. It's for people like me that are very fair skinned and then are miserable for three to five days afterwards when the sun wreaks havoc on us. Man, sun's never been well, anything but kind. Kyle of says if you cannot handle the sun, find a tree or put a shirt on. Duh. But then it burns your Eventually face and your neck up. and the part of your arms that are exposed. He said, "Build up your solar callus." Yes. Yes, I know. And then someone goes, wear sunscreen, skin cancer rates are dramatically increasing, which I'm not worried about skin cancer. I'm worried about getting burnt because it's miserable. And well, he said, if there's increased in sunscreen use, and and because obviously people 60 years ago didn't use sunscreen, and skin cancer rates went up, wouldn't that be against their point? I don't know, dude. That is a great point. Well, I mean, think think about tweets, it. He goes, I would never put sunscreen on my body. If your skin cannot handle the sun, you find a tree to sit under or put a shirt on. Eventually, you can build yeah. up your solar callus. I think that's actually Br- – Bracky, I think this is your problem. No. You, no, listen. Hear me out. I need your listen, mind open. Listen, Bracky. If you – here's why you get sunburnt. You stay inside a lot. You don't spend a lot of time outside. And then it's barbecue day. And you're out at the pool, yep. and you're out for yep. hours at a time. You don't have the solar. You're just like the guy that shows up in the wrestling room after four months off and tries to go hard in practice, and you end up puking like me. It's so just, just if you were, if you went out every day for like 30 minutes, you know, and then increased it a little bit over time, building your solar callus, which it was the words I never heard until yesterday, I bet it would be a different scenario. But you go zero yeah. to hero, and no. your skin's like whoa. We no. haven't trained for this. No, even, even summers <laughs> when I've been out in the sun a ridiculous amount and got like a bad burn, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm good. 
No, it still happens. Let me train you. I think we can. Uh, I think we can get you there. Dave claims he hasn't been burnt in about five years. Yeah. I don't think I have either. I'm gonna go. With, uh, I don't think I have either. I don't really get sunburnt. What does that dude do in the winter? I dude, you think Kyle Dake won't go outside with a shirt off in the winter? Well, we can like ask in him. This, like in the snow. He's on his way. We'll see him here this evening. We can ask him all these sun care questions. <clears throat> but like in the snow, like there's not much sun in the winter in the Northeast. Yeah, definitely not in Ithaca. Right. So he figures it out. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. Um, someone asked Greco Roman Bravo Young asked if Dake's hardened solar callus will be the difference this week. I don't think that'll be the difference, but it's going to help. It's going to help. Not going to hurt. <laughs> so uh, he says we need to disavow all of your guys' insanity about the sun. <laughs> We're giving people terrible medical advice and we'll get sued. I'm not giving medical advice. I'm just explaining my life experience, okay, in my perspective. I would never claim. I'm really happy for you. I wish I was like that. I do. But you know what? Yes. I'm not. I, I legit haven't put on sunscreen, bug spray, or deodorant for many, many years. My wife will try to get me with the bug spray. I'm like, Psh, get out of here, woman. I don't, I don't have to worry about bug spray. I don't, I don't get bit. Like, it just doesn't happen. I don't either. Caleb gets go. ravaged. He looks like. He just gets yeah. destroyed. By so does Olivia, and we're just sitting there the whole time together, and she's getting bit. I'm not. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but unfortunate for them. Great for me. They don't mess with me. Uh, okay. Regardless of weight class, who would you want to see wrestle Musakayev? <laughs> oh my god, Santo. Yeah, I want to be no yes. no tech fault no possible and no injury times possible. Kozak said <laughs> that when we were talking about the Santo wrestling Kozak. freestyle. In the Facebook chat, he said, "Can you imagine DeSanto wrestling Musakaya?" Oh my gosh, he would. There would be. DeSanto would get tech awesome. initially, and then tech him four times over by the time the thing was over. <laughs> that would be the most amazing. If we could make that, ma- we should try to make that match happen. Very legit. Why don't you make it happen? Huh? Sure we can get Musakaya. Musakaya sure, would love to. Yeah, well, I awesome. bet we can't get DeSanto though. We could probably get the Russian. Uh, wait, wait. Where is he wrestle for now? He is a Russian. Who? Musakayev. But now he wrestles for Hungary. Which Hungary. Hungary, yeah. Hungary. The Russian Hungarian, easier than the Pennsylvania Hawkeye. Um, that would be amazing. Uh, okay. What if that was DeSantis' freestyle debut was against Musakayev? That would be amazing. That would be awesome. Okay. Um, someone asked about Zahid Valencia. I don't know. I, I think there's in the. I don't know if they're appealing or something with with Usada, but I think we're not going to see him till. These things take forever to get like. I know for the suspensions to finally come down. Okay, (laughs) from actual Cannibal One, a guy just disrespected your wife, and now you have to beat him down. Is it anything goes, or some sort of fair fighting code you have to follow? Listen, I mean, what did what did you disrespect? Because he said something smart. Listen. The, the consequences of beating this guy up are probably not going to be worth whatever he said. So yeah. I think, listen, I'm going to be a mediator here. I'm saying don't do it. Don't be a dumb dumb and beat the guy up and get arrested or something. Just tell the guy he's a loser and go away. Okay, so Ben Askren, the trained fighter, will not fight. That's that's a lesson to all of us, I guess. Um, I think I mean, it's a bad idea. No holds you want to go to jail over some jabroni? Yeah. You're going to go to jail, Christian? You're going to jail? <laughs> no, I won't get caught. Just hit and run. Oh, you're <laughs> listen! My camera's everywhere in 2020. Listen, I've wanted that's I've, that guy from FRL. We know him. 
All I've ever wanted to do. You're a public figure now. All I've ever wanted to do was flee on foot one good time for some reason. Get off the grid for a little bit. Um, I think it'd be great. But no. Yeah, I I heard this one story. (laughs) You made me think of this. Christian, and I will not say the name of the person. Um, But I, and this is many years back, obviously. Very, very well known wrestler. Was taking a, a piss after leaving the bar. And a cop came up to him, right? And, and he said, hey, you know, you can't do that. And he's, he, was, he was implicating that once the guy got done peeing, he was going to arrest him, right? But he was going to let the man finish peeing. And the guy says, hey, do, do you know who I am? And the cop said, no. And the, and the guy said, good. And he took off and he got out of there before he got arrested. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. That's a great question. <laughs> do you know who I am? No? All right. Deuces. <laughs> All right, it's been said Dake has an upper body advantage over Chimizo. Even with DT as a favorite, does Miles Martin have an upper body edge over DT? He's put Bo on his back multiple times, and Bo is considered to have dangerous upper body offense. So the reason I don't consider, I, I would say, who is a better upper body wrestler? I would say Miles is a better upper body wrestler than David Taylor. But the issue I see is how is Miles going to get there? And who has put David Taylor in upper body situations other than Kyle Dake in the Olympic trials in 2012. Like literally what is the track record for seeing? I've never seen like Dake, like getting jacked or uh, David getting jacked up in underhooks or even in body locks. He's so able to control his opponent. That's why I kind of don't consider the, the uh, upper body advantage for miles. Yes. I agree. Exact same thing as you. Okay. Well, hey, um, 937. What'd you say? If they had to do Greco, then maybe we'd be done to do a start. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, have you have you told you, you said your son wanted to get a gold chain because. Yeah. Caleb wants the, a gold awesome. chain. Like, oh my gosh. like he, all these baseball players have, right? Yeah, they all have gold chains. They all have the gaudy chains that when they run on uh, the home run, it bounces everywhere. Looks sick. Um, have you told him about what a bunch of cheaters the Astros are? He is a he is holding. Yes, he knows it really bothers him. He has not fully accepted one how much they cheated, two how much the cheating helped them win, and three that Jose Altuve, his favorite player, is the oh, like man. main yeah. cheater. He's had, I was going to ask who his favorite player was. He loves Altuve. It's his favorite. He's got a Jose Altuve fat head on his wall. Wow, it's it's tough for him, and also we just got MLB <laughs> TV, so it's it's tough. And he hasn't seen that his guys got beamed yesterday. Yeah, they're getting hit a bunch, which is great. I'm glad everyone didn't forget. Yeah, they're not gonna forget that they're like maybe the biggest cheaters ever. And my son is fans of them, and you know what? I don't know what to do about it. I, it's it's out of my control. Headed down a dangerous route, Christian. Well, I wasn't worried, but now <laughs> he wants gold chains, and and I'm like, where does it stop? Next, he'll want a buzzer. To put on his... Uh... Yeah, I, that's what I'm going to ask. What's next? A buzzer? You want an electronic... Um... He's going to be asking you to hit on uh, trash cans for him. Yeah. His little coo, coo. Games. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I Part of me is sort of... It's pretty cool. He wants a gold chain. Uh, that's pretty... I don't think it would be... It's pretty many, sick. There be there are not many elementary schoolers that would rock a gold chain. I yeah. think he would. When he has jewelry, he wears it. He wears his freaking Timex watch everywhere, no matter what, uh, in the pool waterproof so uh i think if he got the gold chain it would be here to stay 
but I don't know if they mm. make kid sizes. Um, so anyway, uh, do you have anything else, Ben, before before we depart? Uh, I'll be in Austin. I actually have a layover, uh, so I won't oh be there till gosh. I don't know, like one thirty or something tomorrow. Where's your layover at? Um, O'Hare, Charlotte. Ooh, no, Charlotte, American Airlines, That's I guess. Right. Yeah, Charlotte's yeah. fine. Lots of lots of nice uh, rocking chairs. It is a nice airport. Uh, well, travel safe, Ben. Uh, everyone else, if you're, if there's any competitors listening, please travel safe. Uh, we are approaching Chael Sonnen tomorrow. Holy cow, that's going to be fun. We're excited for that. We are so thankful for you listening. We know you're very excited for Saturday. It is getting closer every day. We're going to have some on-the-ground coverage. we got some really cool steak and chimizo profiles that are going to hit the site today. We've got a... a Alver or a Pletcher Caldwell one coming up soon. So thank you guys so much for your support. Thanks, Kyle and Ben. We'll see you tomorrow. Happy Wednesday. Peace.